This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning, good evening, everyone. We're continuing in Mesaches Ksubais Daf Hashavua. We're on the bottom of Lamed Vav Amid Aleph. Tonight we're learning Lamed Vav Amid Beis. The Gemara said earlier. The Gemara brought a brisa that a Bogeres ain't la tanis basulim. That if someone marries a Bogeres, a Bogeres is a woman who's twelve and a half and up. You cannot claim I thought you were a basula and you're not because we say that a Bogeres she loses her basulim as she matures. Her passageway opens and she loses her blood. So there's no tainus basulim. Anabagaras says Gemara, I that's not true. The Amar Rav, Rav said, Bagaras noisin la laila harisha. And Bagaras, we give her the first night, which means all the blood. When you marry Bagaras, all the blood that comes out the first night, we say this is not dam nida, this is dam basulim. So what do we see from here? That a Bagaras has dam basulim. So how could you, which would then mean if you claim that she didn't have dam basulim, there should be tainas besulam. So why does the Brayse say Bagaris has no tainas besulam? Because Bagaris does not have dam besulam. Here we see she has a lot of dam besulam. Any blood she sees the first night, we hinge on dam besulam. So Gemara says like this: tainas If the husband says, you know, I married her and she didn't have dam, that's a valid taina. Then there is tainas besulam. Here, when, when we say that the uh, man does not have Tainas Basulam, he's saying, you know, I lived with her and she wasn't a Basula, her passageway was open. She feels like she was a Baula. That does not apply by a Bagaras. By a Katana or a Nara. So then he could say, she feels. Not, she doesn't feel like a Basula. She feels closed. She feels. Constricted. But that taina of Pesach Basuach does not apply by a Bagaris because uh, a Bagaris is old enough, the passageway, so to speak, becomes less constricted and he can no longer taina Pesach Basuach and that she's not a Basula because we say that's just how she matured. Okay. Then we bring a Bryce, so Sumcha says in the name of Rameer, a blind woman, you can't taina, she's not a Basula. Sumcha says the name Rameer. Suma does not have Tainas Basulam. Says Gemara, my Taima de Sumchas. What's the reasoning of Sumchas? Why can't you Taina if you marry a blind woman? I thought she was a Basula and she turns out not to be a Basula. Because she fell on the ground and she ruptured her Basulam and therefore. The fact that you say she doesn't feel like a basula doesn't mean she had relations. It just means she got an injury. So the Gemara says, so then why could you taina on any woman that she's not a basula? Every woman at, upon occasion will fall. Says the Gemara, All women fall, get banged. Says the Gemara, you're right. Kulu other women, when they fall, they show their mother. And the mother says, uh, Girl, you lost your brasulim. And therefore, if that happens, she's, she makes sure to tell her prospective chasan, Look, I'm a basula, I just got injured. If she doesn't tell him, he could taina, Look, I thought you were a basula. 
and you're not. And it's not because it was an injury, because you would have told me. But a Suma, a blind girl, she doesn't realize that when she gets injured that she lost her basulam to tell her mother. So the Gwara, um, Zua, this woman, a blind woman, Enoraya, she doesn't see when she falls and blood is coming out, and therefore her husband cannot taina that she's not a basula because she probably just got injured. Okay. Now then the Brisa says that a woman who has to, who goes out because of a shemra, in la knas a woman who goes out because of a of a shemra doesn't get knas or peter. At this point, the Gemara presumes the case is as follows: a man married a woman, and after Arison, um, and after he lived with her, he says, "Look, I thought you were a basula. You must have been mezana after Arison." And Adam come and say she was mezana. And we're going to take her out to be killed. Such a woman, if somebody rapes her, does not pay Aynas Mafata. Why not? The reason why is because she's presumed not to be a basula. Says Gemara, You're saying a woman who goes out because of a bad reputation that we have Adim, that she was Mazana. There's no knas and no, no there's no Ainas Mafata? Of course not. Baskilahi. We believe the Adam that she was Mazana and we're gonna stone her to death. Certainly we should believe the Adam she's not a Basula. Amar Absheshabshesha says Hachikamar. The case is not where we have Adam she was Mazana. The case is Mishayatsa Allah Shem Rabbi Aldusa. We're talking about a woman who got a bad reputation when she was young. That what? That she acted promiscu- promiscuously. So not that we have Adim, but we have a, she has a reputation. So such a woman, she doesn't get a knas and she doesn't get pitoy. Ah, Amra Papa. So if we're concerned for a bad reputation, so our Papa said, This star that has a bad reputation, that reputation went out, that it's forged, we're not going to collect with it. Meaning what Papa seems to be saying, that just like a woman who has a bad reputation, we're not going to give her uh, pay, we're not going to give her knas for so too, a star that a coil went out, that it was forged, we're not going to allow one to collect with it. Says Gemara, Hey what are we talking about here? If we're talking about a star that a rumor spread that it's forged and we're not going to allow it to be collected, so that means the similar case by this woman. It must be similarly, we're talking about a woman who the, uh, a rumor spread that she was Mazana. Says Gemara, Va'amar Rava, but Rava said, Yatzalah Shem, Mazana Be'ir, Ein Choshishinla. If we're going to say we don't collect with the star that a rumor went out against it, then, prob- then the similar case by Znus is that a rumor went out that the woman was Mazana. But we know Rava said that if a rumor goes out that a woman was Mazana, we don't pay attention to such a rumor. 
If a rumor went out that she was Mazana, in We're not Choshish for such a rumor. Says the Gemara, Ela da Asu Va'amri Lidithu Tivatinu Biisura. You know what the case is? Adim come and testify. And they say, she actually asked us to be Mazana with her. So it's not just a rumor that she was promiscuous. Adim come and say, she solicited our services. So it's not just, we have a rumor about a woman that she acted in a lewd manner, but we have Adim that say that she made a request from them. So in that case, the Chavasei Acha, similarly by the case of Shtar, the Asubei trade two Adim came, Amru Ledetu, Amar Lehu Zayafuli, where the Adim say, you know, this guy asked us to forge a Shtar for him, and we didn't want to do it. So the Gemara says, oh, those two cases are not comparable at all. Bishlamahasam Shrichi Prutzen. If we have Adim that she solicited their services, then likelihood is she's going to find a willing customer because there are low people around, unfortunately. So if Adam testified that she solicited their services, and even though they said no, in all likelihood f- she, she would have found someone who said yes. But in this case, where Adam say that he asked us to forge... So just because this guy clearly is dishonest, but who said he found anyone, any other Edim who are dishonest to forge a star? Meaning low people you could find. But who said he was able to find somebody to forge a star for him? So the Gemara said, well, it's Pasha, it's simple. Hachanami, here too, kivan to kamahadar azayufa, if he's looking around for someone to forge a star for him, when he realizes he can't find anyone, he'll just forge it himself. Amar, I'll just forge myself and he'll write it. So if we have Adim that he's looking for two Adim, if we have Adim that he's looking for Adim to forge a star, then we could be pretty certain that by hook or by crook, he forged a star. And if he couldn't find someone to do it for him, he did it himself. Okay. Says the Hilga Mishnah. So now we're up to the Mishnah we've been referencing throughout this parak so far. Namely, the the Mishnahis that we had so far are situations where you you raped a woman and there is a knas, including if somebody raped their own sister, where there's only a punishment of kares. Now we're going to talk about situations where there's no knas. The Elushainlahem Knas, the following cases, there is no Knas. Haba al Hagiyoras. Somebody lives with a convert, Va'ala Shvuya, or a woman who was captive, Al Hashivcha, and a maidservant, Shaniftu, and they were redeemed. Vishanaskairu, or they converted, Vishanashtahru, or they were freed, Yasiras al Binois Shalishan Biyamechar, more than three in a day. Because if they were de- redeemed or converted or freed more than three years old, that means that they were violated over three years old. Presumably, a woman who is a convert, she was loose when she was a Gentile. 
when a woman is captive, we assume she was raped. When a woman was a shivcha, we assume she was lewd. So if they were redeemed, were freed, more than three, we assume that they're not a basula. Masha'enkin, if they were redeemed less than three, or converted less than three, the phenomenon is that at three years old, the basulam grow back. So here we're talking about where these things occurred over three years old. Rabbi Huda, I mean, Rabbi Huda says, Shavuya Shaniftis Harehi Biktushasa. A very interesting uh, halacha. Rabbi Huda says that a woman who is held captive, if she was redeemed more than three, we assume that she was not abused. And we're, the, we're, the Gemara is going to explain wh- why that is. But Rabbi Huda is of the opinion that we don't have to assume that a woman who is captive was abused, was raped. Even though she's older. Haba Albita, if someone lives with his daughter, which again is a Chiv Misa. Albas Bita, his daughter's daughter. Albas Bina, his son's daughter. Albas Ishta, his wife's daughter. Albas Bina, her daughter's daughter. Her, excuse me. Bas Bina, her son's daughter. Albas Bita, her daughter's daughter. Inlham Knas. Why? Because there's a capital punishment here. And whatever there's capital punishment, you don't pay knas. Because she's liable for her life. There's a capital punishment here. Her misa is through bezdin. And anyone who is liable to capital punishment, the halacha is, Ein Mishali Mamain does not pay money. Shanamra, like the Pasik says, If you didn't kill the woman, you have to pay money. But if you killed the woman and then are, and thereby are obligating capital punishment, you don't have to pay the money. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says, Now Rabbi Huda in the Mishnah has a very interesting shita. Rabbi Huda is of the opinion that we don't assume that a woman who was held captive, even over three years old, was um, abused. Was raped. So Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Doisa, Amru Davarach. Rabbi Yochanan said, Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Doisa, they say the same thing. Rabbi Huda had Amran, Rabbi Huda, that which we saw in the Mishnah. Namely, what did we see in the Mishnah? We saw in the Mishnah that a woman who is captive is not abused. Rabbi Doisa, Rabbi Doisa, the Tani, we learned in Abraisa. The halacha is the daughter of a koyen eats truma, but not if she was raped, because then she becomes a zaina. The tanya shavuya, woman who is held captive, oicheles b'truma k'ri truma. Divrei rabdaisa. These are the words of rabdaisa. I, but if she was held captive, don't we have to be concerned that she was raped? So rabdaisa says something very interesting. I'm rabdaisa. What already did the Arab captor do? Why Arab? Because uh, we know the Gemara tells us the Arabs are very promiscuous. Because the captor pressed her between her dadim. Does that mean he disqualifies her from kuhuna? Just because he was loose with her and he molested her, but he stopped short of actually having relations with her. So, therefore, Rabbi Huda is of the opinion, certainly we don't, 
We don't think that the Arab captor learned with her Bechavrusa, Mesil Sisharim. And, uh, but on the other hand, we don't have to suspect that relations took place. That's what Rabbi Doisa holds. And that's exactly like Rabbi Huda. So just like Rabbi Huda in the Mishnah says that a someone who rapes a woman who is held captive has to pay knas, that's similar to Rabbi Doisa who says a woman who is held captive continues to eat truma. Rabbi Doisa and Rabbi Huda have the same shita. Yeah, we, so, had the, we had the Mishnah before, right? Yeah, what did the Mishnah say? You're saying if she's taken Ayudina Fashois, the mission said she's Asr? What does the Mishnah say? Tell me what the Mishnah says. Pasha Srabhida doesn't agree with that. Right. Right. Okay. Says the Gemara, Amar Rabbah, Rabbah said, Dilmalahi. Maybe Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Doisa are not exactly the same Shita. Ad kan like Amar Rabbi Yehuda hacha. Rabbi Huda perhaps only over here said that someone who rapes a shvuya pays knas niskar. It's well, we don't want the uh, the criminal to profit. We don't want him to be exempt from paying knas, so we charge him the knas. So maybe only in such a scenario where it's about penalizing the criminal does Rabbi Huda say that we assume she's a basula. Avul Hasam, Kirabanans really. But maybe over there when it comes to eating truma, maybe Rabbi Huda holds like the Rabbanan, she can't eat truma. Maybe it's only about if somebody abuses the Shvuya, we want to nail him. But in a situation where a woman was captive, maybe she can't eat truma. Inami or Adkan like Maybe Rab Dois was only lenient by Chuma because nowadays Chuma is only Drabanan. And even if she was violated, big deal, she's only violating Issa Drabanan. So Misafek will be Makal. But Knas, we're extracting money from somebody, is a Dairaisa. You can't just take money away from somebody. Taking money away from somebody is a Dairaisa. Maybe. Reb Doisa would not agree to the Rabbanan. Maybe he would agree to... Maybe Reb Doisa would not agree to Rabbi Huda. Maybe he would agree to the Mishnah. Avol Knast Doisa, Krabbanan really. Maybe he holds like the Rabbanan. Namely, that if someone rapes a Shvuya, he doesn't have to pay Knast. So this is assuming that the reason why Rabbi Huda holds that if you rape a Shvuya, you pay Knast, is because Shaloi Hechote Niskar. Amalei Abaye, Abaye said, but what about the other? What about the other cases? Why only bedafka shvuya? 
Why we say Shalaye Chaitin Iskar by Giyaris or by Shifcham? Sounds like by Giyaris. The answer is because in all these cases, it's a suffix. So, me suffix, you don't have to pay the money. Oh, what's the difference between uh, Shavuya and everything else? We're saying it's not because it's less likely that she's a. She's a psula. It's just that we don't want to fight the niskar. So what about the other cases? Mm-hmm. I hear a good question. Very good question. It seems like there's somewhat of a less of a chashash by Yeshvuya. I mean, that was, those were the words Rabbi Huda says. V'chima osola aravi halaz v'chim ibnei shamiyach la ben dodea pasam anakuna as opposed to giyores where she probably was promiscuous as a Gentile. Or, um, or a, um, a Shivcha Kananis. Masha'en ke'in a kosher, a girl. It's where it's dependent on the captors, so we're not so concerned, it seems like. It seems like it's less of a concern. And therefore, meaning, we're suggesting now that maybe Rabbi Huda only said his din in our Mishnah, Shaloye Hechoite Niskar. Why? I, why if, meaning, in the other cases, it seems like it's very likely that she's not a basula. But in this case, where it's a little bit less likely. In the other cases, it's likely she's not a basula. In this case, it's not as likely she's not a basula. Now, that that difference alone is not going to say that I have to pay. Because still, it's possible that she's a baula. But Shaloye Choyte Niskar is the reason why you're paying. So Gemara says... Is the reason why Rabbi Huda says that you pay knas is shloye choyte niskar? But Tanya Rabbi Huda Omer shvuya shenishbeis harehi bekedushasa a shvuya that was captured she retains her kedusha afil bas esar shanim even if she's ten years old the halacha would be ksubasa masayim if she's going to get married. She gets a 200 uh, Zuz Ksuba. So, if the whole reason why, Rabbi, if really we're Chayshesh, that she was violated. It's just the reason why I have to pay is because Shalayi Niskar. So, then why would we say that she gets a Ksuba of Masayim? The fact that she gets a Ksuba of Masayim indicates that we really don't think that she was violated. What shaloi hechoite niskar is there to say that she gets a ksuba of 200? Says Gemara, Ika hasam nami duma memani v'lai There's a reason there. It's not that 
that Rabbi Yehuda holds that we're not really worried anything happened. There also, it's, there's an element of Shaloh Yehei Chayte Niskar, because if we say that she gets a hundred, maybe people won't want to marry her. Now, I don't know what that has to do with Shaloh Yehei Chayte Niskar. I'm not sure I understand that. It's true, we're giving her a folk suba, because Dilma Mamani Nasula, we don't want people to refrain from marrying her, but what does that have to do with Shaloh Yehei Chayte Niskar? The Gemara continues. The Gemara says, Rabbi Yehuda holds Bektusha Sakaima. Meaning, Rabbi Yochanan holds that the reason why Rabbi Yehuda says that you get a Shvuya, gets Aynasimafata, is because we're not concerned that maybe she was lived with. And has nothing to do with Shalei Chayte Niskar Vesavar Rabbi Yochana. Excuse me, Vesavar Rabbi Yehuda. Bektusha Sekaima. Does Rabbi Yehuda hold that she retains her kedusha? But Tani, we learned in a brayisa. Hapoide es hashvuya. One who redeems a captive, Yisaena, you could marry her because we're. If you paid money to redeem her, that means you've ascertained that even a Koyen, that she wasn't violated. Meyidba, but if you're the one who testifies that she was not violated, lo yisa'ena, you can't marry her. Rabbi Huda, I marry Huda, says, ben kach, ben kach, lo Either way, whether you redeemed her, or you testified about her, you can't marry her. So before we ask any questions, the Reisha doesn't seem to make sense. Hagufa kasha, this itself was difficult. Amrit, we said, If you redeem a captive, you can marry her. And then we taught, But if you testify that she wasn't violated, So wait a second. If you redeem her and no one testifies, you can marry her. But if you testify just alone, you can't marry her? By the way, the Rashi points out, the, in the Havamina, the way we're reading it is, if you redeem a captive, you can marry her, but if you redeem her and testify that nothing happened, you can't. So Gemara says, because you testified, you made things worse. Mishum demeid ba'lo yisa'ena? Says the Gemara, haloi kasha. That's not a question. Hachikama. Hapoi desashvu, if you redeem a captive, umeid ba and you testify about her, Yisa'ena, you could marry her. But, Yisa'ameyidba Kedi, if you just testify about her, without redeeming her, Lo Yisa'ena, you can't marry her. Why? Because, only if you uh, spend the money, do we say, you're not going to testify falsely. If you didn't redeem her, um, then maybe we're, we're afraid that maybe you had your eye on her. But the bottom line is, Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda says that if you redeem, whether you redeem her and testify or you just testify, Rabbi Huda holds, you can't marry her. That means Rabbi Huda's chayshesh, that, um, that she was uh, violated. Because we're talking about a koyin here. 
Either way, it's a question according to Rabbi Huda, because here it seems that Rabbi Huda is Chayshesh, that the Shvuya was violated. Amar Papa, Papa said, Ema, rather say, Rabbi Huda Oimer, Ben Kachu, Ben Either way, you could marry her, because we're not worried she was violated. Ra. Rav Huna braids Rav Yeshua, I'm Rav Yehuda, Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yeshua says, Lo'elam Kedektani, really as we learned. Rav Yehuda, however, meaning, Rav Yehuda holds, keep the Gersa, you can't marry her. But Rav Yehuda is saying according to the Chachamim, Rav Yehuda, L'devreim derabanan kamar, L'ho, L'didi, I hold, you can marry her, because I'm not worried that a Shvuya was violated. L'didi, ben kach, ben kach, but according to you, you should say you can marry, whether you redeem her or not. If you testify about her, you can marry her. So if you redeem her and testify, you shouldn't be able to marry her. Maybe you're just redeeming her because you have your eye on her. So the Gemara says like this, Rabbanan, Rabbanan if you redeem her and you testify, you can marry her because you're not going to throw money into the garbage. If it turns out that she was violated, you're going to have to divorce her and you redeemed her for nothing. A person would not throw money in the garbage. But if you just testified, you can't marry her. Maybe you had your eye on her and that's why you are, um, you are testifying. Here, Rabbi Isai, we will hold it over here. Have a wonderful evening. Bracha v'atzlacha. See you later. Kal tov. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.